Hello, welcome to Come. It's been kind of a rough week. I don't know uh, if some of you might have heard from uh, the Tim Dillon's Going to Hell podcast. I was on it again this week. It was a re- uh, reunion. It was a very nice episode. Go check that out if you haven't yet. You might have heard that uh, I lost my phone uh, previously in an Uber pool, and it was uh, stolen. Uh, they just lose it. Someone took it and uh, was trying to, you know, basically steal my identity. Uh, use my PayPal to buy gift cards and scam. And it was a real, uh, it was a rough thing. I, you know, I, I basically I tried to file, you know, an objection with PayPal. They 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 basically told me the the fuck off. I'm still fighting them on it. Um, it's a long story. I don't want to get too much into it. But I just got a tweet from a guy. Uh, some if you've been listening for a while, you might remember. This guy's been harassing me for a while, uh, Cincinnati Benjamin. I guess he's a listener. Um, it, it was a, a menacing tweet. I'll read it to you. Um, we, he first interacted with me, uh, if you might remember. He had like hit, sent me a, a video on Twitter. He was t- tweeted at me. He thinks that like he was like I love the show, and uh, I think he basically said something like I think you're you might have photographed my mother when you worked at the morgue, which I I don't even know. Like, I, I'm assuming his name's not Cincinnati Benjamin. Like, I, don't, I don't, I don't know names. All right, I don't remember who I photographed at the morgue. Uh, at the time, I mean, I felt bad because you know his mom might have died. At the time, I worked there. I didn't want to. But since then, he's been harassing me, uh, sending me his aggressive tweets. At one point, he threatened to steal my tax returns out of the garbage, which I don't even know what that means. I don't, why would I put my tax returns in the garbage? I don't know. Uh, he might, he might have just heard. On Tim, the Tim Dillon's podcast, you know about the whole phone situation, which I, t- I talked about, and I was just making it up. But he, let me bring up my Twitter. Hey, at Ray Comp, I'm the one who took your phone. You obese charlatan. You may have canceled your PayPal, but I still have these pictures of your pig dick, and I'm gonna send them to everyone on your contact list. Get ready to be disgraced. Also, where's the new episode of Comp? Uh, so I guess he's a fan. Um, we are recording late in the day. Uh, it'll be up. You know, whatever. you're listening to it now, so you don't care. But this guy, I, he doesn't have my phone. Uh, I, I can't imagine. Well, unless this guy's stalking me, which, you know, but like, I don't have pictures of my dick on my phone. So if you, I mean, most of you people listening aren't on my contacts or, you know, if somehow you get a picture from this guy, you know, that's not me. Um I'm gonna, I don't even know if I can file a chart. I'm going to report on the Twitter. I don't know if I can, they're going to do anything about it. Um, they probably should. I mean, this guy seems like a troll. Um, maybe it's Tim Dillon. Who knows? I'm, I'm getting sick, sick of this guy. It started out you know, kind of fun, but he's just getting on my nerves. Uh, we'll do a little housekeeping. Uh, moving on, because I'm going to dwell on this guy. But uh, I, I want to thank all my Patreon uh, patrons. You people are uh, the true heroes. Not the troops. You're the true heroes. The troops, they're whatever. I don't, you know, I don't, they don't rate to me. You guys are really the true Americans, the true patriots. Uh, so thanks to you, Diane Cage, Britt Poundtown, Michael Ricardo, Richard Hofstetter, Jason Duberville, Gary Barbera, Ryan LaRock, Keith Veronese, and Eric Frankel, and last but not least, Julian Assange. So thanks to all of you. You can uh, go to my Patreon page. It's on my Twitter and Instagram. You can check it out if you want. Um, I'm just going to start putting more video content up there. You can look at some of my uh, – I made some videos. They're on Instagram and Twitter. You can check those out for now. I'm going to you know, be expanding soon. 
But uh, yeah, there's going to be uh, premium content coming soon. We're finally going to get the whole tier system going. I'm going legit. So thanks to all you guys. Today's a special uh, episode of Comp. I am joined by my good good friend, my old friend, Bill Allar. Hello. How are you, Bill? Good to be here. We've known each other for, well, what, 20 years about? Yeah, I think so. A long time, since high school. And uh, in a previous incarnation of my life, uh, I used to do uh, films. Uh, none of them successful. Um, but, yeah, I, I was a aspiring uh, filmmaker making very odd, um, inaccessible, weird films that didn't see the light of day. So, but um, they started that. I mean, we started making films at one point, but we started out in a very odd way. Uh, we were making a, a, tele- a show for kids, uh, a kids' television show called Freddy's Farm. Oh, yes, I remember that pretty well. Um, nice. I, I was Farmer Freddy. It was basically – this was this was a concept um, – Maybe you can elaborate if you remember like, what, where, where remember. the genesis uh, of this of this idea was. Because basically, it was a, an educational show for kids. It actually predates you, but you came in right after it was. Well, what happened was Andrew and myself, uh, my friend Andrew, a uh, childhood friend, were obsessed with public television and really shitty kids shows. Right, no, like uh, like Zeppelin yeah. Zoo. Well, first it was PBS. It was Zoom, the new Zoom. Oh, Zoom. Okay. Zoom. Z-O-O-M. Tell, tell, tell everyone what Zoom was like. Well, apparently there was a classic Zoom in the 70s I know nothing about. But then there was Zoom in, uh, what was it, fucking 1999-ish, I guess? I met, I met you in 99, yeah. so probably 98, 99 just started happening. Yeah, because 98 met Tim Preisinger. So and then we got him involved. Then uh, he wasn't involved. We just wait. Said, are you, are you, uh, wait uh, this is a bombshell. Are you trying to tell me there was another Freddy before me? No, this is the genesis to... Where, okay. okay. So what happens is... I turn on PBS one day, and there's a bunch of these awful, talentless children who are doing these experiments, and they're kind of experiments. It's like a, it's like a, what the hell did they do? I don't know. I was laughing the whole time. Like a Mr. Wizard kind of thing. Yes, except like there was no adult supervision, but they weren't like doing kids things where you're cursing and like. So it was Mr. Wizard, but with no science, no education, just a bunch of slobby kids. Yeah, awful children. And were, well, were they actually trying like they have beakers and like test tubes? No, they weren't doing. I don't remember. Like I, it was like n- nothing educational. I think there was a there was a fat kid named David. Here's how it's okay. Like. You're flipping through the channels. There's Cablevision, the sh- Dolan shitty network, and I'm flipping through that. This fat, stupid kid. He looked like my brother at the time okay. when he was chubby. It's this dumpy kid and then these other awful children but this one kid they were counting they were doing something with money and they he was counting the money wrong it wasn't like edited out or anything and they were, the other kids were correcting him and we were just laughing at him it, so wait so uh, just to paint a picture here a fat kid named david what, what was the set like was it was it like a was it like a school setting it was like just a black like set, like a room, like a big like room. a public access show. Yes. Okay. So you're a fat kid named David, and he's just counting money. That's the. F- I just distinctly remember him like they were doing something. Where we were trying to teach something, and he was like he was getting all the the amounts wrong. Like whether like the the red haired was a red haired girl, and she was like doing this and that, and like it's like and David would be like, oh that's dollar fifty, and she'd be like, no it's actually dollar seventy five. <laughs> Wait, so this is like a unscripted I can't show? I what they did otherwise. They, they must have been doing something that was accessible to kids. So presumably they're trying to teach kids about money. So they well, get this one thing. It was like, I, I can't remember what they, it was like Stick Stickly and Nickelodeon shit. But like, 
I was laughing. I was I was like 16 at the time, and we became obsessed with the crappiness of it. So basically, you have these. You could send in letters to them, I guess. Like right, so you they, you, they you, sang you, songs and dance, I think. So you have a bunch of what sounds like just slobbish improv kids, kids who are trying to be actors, yes. and and they're and they're basically. Uh, doing these rudiments like, like Mr. Wizard If you ever watched the show Mr. Wizard No but I'm saying Mr. Wizard was a show In Nickelodeon Where like An older scientist Presumably Or you know But he would like Have like dry ice And like fucking He'd just pee, pee. You know like, He had a lab And he'd like Rub balloons on people Mixing and, you know Bleach and ammonia Yeah It'd be like In a bucket And why'd you smell this kid And uh But you know At least there was The, the, the patina of uh, Of science And experiments going on But for some reason On cable Vision, they had just to show Zoom where there was a kid, like they were trying to teach kids about money. So they just well, there's a, there's a one thing that I'm sure they tried to teach us about, like other things. Like, I'm actually trying to remember, like, what the hell they did because it was a shittier show we eventually got onto. But anyway, we'd fit, send fake fan letters just talking about David and stuff. And there was a kid named, there was one like cool kid who obviously ran it named Jared, right. and he had like a slick back hair and all that, or something like parted hair. And apparently, this kid I met, a uh, kid who lived, summer kid who down the uh, road from me, I was we were obsessed with talking about this show and sending fake things we were doing, for whatever dumb reasons I can't remember. I I don't remember what I used to think and act like. It's funny, but you basically became but, obsessed uh, with these like these incompetent yes. children, and so you wanted to. The kid down the beach, though, he actually went to school with Jared, and he really? was like, he's like, hey, I know that kid Jared, and this and that. I'm like, tell him we're big fucking fans. Oh fucking David's <laughs> like it was. Apparently he did, and then Jared goes, "These sixteen-year-old guys are watching Zoom." What are they? Yeah, they he must have came up. Lo- he's like, "They sound like fucking losers." Yeah. And then the next year, I see the kid. The next summer, he's like, "I'm like, how's fucking Jared doing?" He said he loses. And the next summer, it's like, "How's Jared doing?" Oh, he died in a car crash. Where the kid died in a car crash. Yeah. But Jared was who, who? Jared was a more put together than David. It sounds he like he seemed like the leader of the kids. Okay. So that's all right. if I just write Zoom, I just, their faces have to come up. PBS. Are you you googling the pictures of Zoom kids? So basically, look, it, the basic gist of this is that you know you witnessed this incompetent uh, kid show. I think the moral is like there really was no education going on, right? Like, it, it, was, it wasn't Mister Wizard where it was interesting and like you actually learned something. See, there were, the problem is it was a, a a much more famous version of Zoom in the seventies, and that's like they tried to redo that. Oh, is this David? Oh, here he is. This kid seems like a nice guy. I mean, <laughs> I, I have no ill will towards David. Uh, he seems like, you know, he's struggling to keep it together. Uh, I don't know why he's on camera. He doesn't seem, you know, like he has a lot of trouble. Whatever. The point, this is, we're getting mired in the, the idea is, though, like you, this was the genesis for an idea that you came up with, with Andrew, called Freddy's Farm. And what was, yes. what was your vision for Freddy's Farm? Well, after, just quickly, I don't even remember. There was a show on Channel 25. There was another kid show, like, over in, like, you know, wherever they shoot Channel 12 news. And that had a real poor production uh, thing. I even forget what it was called. But So from that point, we're like, oh, we can make a shittier show than this for kids. And we'll just, like, hide stuff in it and make it, like, you know, uh, kind of the ways when you're a kid and you watch, uh, like, I, I'm trying to think, maybe, like, Muppet Baby or something. But it had, like, clips of the Three Stooges and stuff. But we were trying to hide, like... Things that would get kids burned, maybe if they put a hand on an oven or whatever. <laughs> like, right. Well, basically, so that's that's your vision. Basically, I met Bill in uh, you were, you were like a year behind me in school, um, and we like hang out a couple times. Uh, we were kind of becoming friends, and you came up to me one day and said, "Hey, my buddy and I want to do a children's TV show with you as the star. It's called Freddy's Farm." 
And uh, I, I didn't know what to make of it. Uh, it, it I found, you know, it was a little disturbing. Uh, you showed me, I think. I think I came over your house. I think you, you showed came over me. my house. You put that weird, like, sun hat on. It was vaguely like a farmer's hat. You're like, I should be a farmer. I, so apparently, I, I found this hat. And uh, it was a farmer's hat. I don't know why it was around your house. I guess you're, you know. And, yeah, also, we have big, big like, those rubber shitty boots you get at, like. Oh, like wading boots. For, like, yeah. You're wading in Not the river. full waders. But, yeah, ones that go to your knees so they never fit properly. Right. So we were in Catholic high school. So, basically, I came over to Andrew's house. We dressed house. you up, I guess. Well, we didn't dress me up. If I remember correctly, I was where uh, I came over uh, on a whim. You, you guys said you want me to be the star of a children's TV show. And I came over to Andrew's house after school one day. I guess your mom drove us or whatever. And I was wearing my school uniform. Uh, with a, a blue Columbia sweater, I remember with a farmer. <laughs> I'm, how oh, little we tried. Honestly, I'm trying to like when we were before tape. I was trying to remember a lot of this. I, I I'm so many degrees away from the way that person we were all sure the people we were at that. But like, but yeah, you we came. Up, I think this is when we were walking around and just filming in front of garbage in the street. Oh, maybe we. Well, no, I think that was a part of Freddie. Here, here, let me refresh your memory. I guess. Yes, please. Because basically, I remember distinctly. That I was wearing basically my school uniform with a farmer's hat and, and rubber waders. That's how little any of us seemed to give a shit about the. Qua- well, we were we were we had no idea how to make things, how to make shows. I was and you basically were just filming me in your backyard. I had a, a, some kind of like a, a rake, and oh, yeah. I was dancing. We in had the a backyard. fake shotgun, but it looked real because it was like a daisy. Right. Uh. Yeah. We had a fake shotgun, and I was basically just. The, the the content of the show seemed to be that I was like we like we, we did a thing where I was in the kitchen and we were doing like a what's hot what's not yeah and, I, and, and we this. were basically I think the point of the show was to misinform children yes yes it was just, it was petty we wanted to make a show that would get children hurt and it sounds terrible now but like look we didn't expect any kids to watch this I but, did okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, the idea is that, you know, it, it, it was a subversive thing. But, you know. But we but were kids, too. We were young people. And, uh. Bitter, spiteful, hurtful, vindictive people. Right. And, Hate-filled. uh. Hate-filled. In the best way. The most fun way. Sure. Not by today's standards, but this is the 90s. Yeah, well, we're gonna get, we're, we'll get to the AIDS movie. Uh, and oh, that's, oh wait, okay, because I actually was avoid. I, I remember that a little bit more. Yeah, we can talk about that after this. Um, little teaser: the the AIDS movie. Coming. I would like to refresh myself on that movie before we talk. We should talk about it, refresh ourselves, and it cuts us. Be like, oh my god, this is so much. Well, I, look, look, we're gonna find. We ha- these things exist somewhere, I think, and we're gonna yeah, put do. them onto. The, they definitely. Maybe I'll put them onto the Patreon, for instance. Or it, yeah, Bill's no, shaking his head. Oh uh, uh, yeah, maybe if I get that money, I'm not giving it to your Patreon. Okay, <laughs> I'm the one that, that had the content. That's the last copies of some of these things. Okay, well, you're witnessing in real time a, a, a rights dispute between me and Bill, apparently. But uh, we'll work that out. We'll we'll, we'll negotiate it. But uh, no, so I, I'm, I'm we're in the kitchen and I'm uh, I'm, I'm walking around. We had, we had like a what was that a, a rat man? Oh, the Casio, a Casio rat Cafe man. Rat man. Look up the commercial for that on Google. It's pretty interesting. It was like a, a little mini keyboard that had like it's beats. Right over there, yeah. Yeah, we still have it. And uh, I think we had previously used it to make a song about Ronald Reagan. You, yes, you did. Or Abraham uh, Lincoln, right? Yeah. No, you, you, I, you on your own, and I was recording you, and I think Jay was here. And one of the pre, the one of the beats in it, which was just like one of the twelve rap beats, with uh, eleven of them were not. Uh, Ice Ice Baby or something like that. Right. Uh, no, uh, Hammer Time ripped off. You had it going at a certain tempo, and you were just 
riffing right. on Reagan. Yeah, now, let's not like, I, yeah, let's I not got, belabor. I, I copied that. We'll, too. we'll 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 like figure that. We'll we'll put that into somewhere. Maybe we put the end of the episode. The Reagan. Yeah, song. I have it right here. I gave that to you a second. Yeah. So you know, I should you you, you can play on the computer. Yep. No, I, never, I have it. Oh, why don't you, why don't you can you load it up? Yes. Yeah. So basically, I'll, I'll, while you're doing that, I'll set the scene. Uh, this is this is the prequel to Phrase Farm. This, I think it's this is where seconds. One of these five. Yeah, look for. I'll, I'll talk. We won't do that. Basically, I think this is where Bill got the idea to use me as talent. Oh, maybe that's true because that's the f- first time you're in my house, right? Because or second time, one, one of the time. And like, you know, it, uh, he, I don't know under what pre- we were just look. It was the good old days, you know. This is before YouTube. This is before you know Instagram and Twitter. And you just make content to make it. We were just creative kids. We needed. I don't even think Napster was out then. No, I mean there might have been, uh, you know, weird, you know, uh, torrent sites or peer to peer networks, but uh. No, and, and and I don't know under why we were talking about Ronald Reagan. No, you um, did. You you just went off on your own, like and started freestyling. So you were freestyling. So you just, Bill gave me a beat, and I guess look, I grew up in a household. Here it is. My father loved Ronald Reagan. He came of age at the right time. Came out of college as a you know, CPA, and oh, put, why don't you put can you put the mic up to the yeah. speaker? Yeah, let me see the best. This is atrocious. All right, I, that, I think that's enough. We'll, we'll, we'll try to maybe put that in a more digestible format. How long is that clip altogether? Uh, four, uh, uh, I'm sorry, a, new, new iTunes is garbage. So it was like, it's about four, five minutes. Five, 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 minutes, minutes about. five minutes of that. Uh, I think you at one point. Fort Sumter at some point. I yeah, reference Fort Sumter, which is a Him? more. Yeah. yeah, uh which is, you know, the the, the fort that uh the line I I uh, Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican motherfucker is a line. I think. Yeah, I don't look. I mean like I I can't, it's hard to unpack in my head what I was thinking at the you time. You were sitting in the middle of the room by yourself not facing anyone, singing to a mic. Like the guy <laughs> from Tool. <laughs> Jay Lane and I were trying to get cuz we had to drive by you and Jay to battle. So I was basically like, like Maynard from Tool singing into a, a rap man <laughs> yeah. about about Ronald Reagan. Facing a wall, basically. Yeah, no, well, well, this is, this is you'll 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 want to hear, but it, it sounds insane through the speakers. So we'll we'll put that in a more digestible format. So you, we we had this, you, and and uh, and that's where you got the seed to be like, oh, let's 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 probably this yeah, probably yeah, because you did that. And I believe we used the rap man also in the background of Freddy's Farm. Like we probably were, we we didn't know how to edit things at the time. We were just basically if we wanted music, we would just put the rap man on and then you know do what we were doing, mm-hmm. which was me walking around a kitchen. Uh, I think Andrew was the voice of conscience. Oh yeah, which I was we had this weird little Christmas ornament thing that would be on my on my shirt, a little green man, and like, but Andrew would voice him off camera, and he was like, and he was like, hey, Freddy, I'm your conscience, and like, and like, and he would tell me to, like, he would tell me to, like to hurt people and to, <laughs> um, was know, it kitchen before or after we were playing in someone's garbage in front of their house in broad daylight? It was like a refrigerator box, and you just get in and you go, I'm in a time machine. I think that was episode two. Okay, <laughs> that was uh, we took we took sh- we took this show on the road after the first instance. This is like three p.m. after school. Yeah, too. look, this was not like this was this there wasn't a call sheet. We didn't have none a, of like, us had any. We didn't have a budget and a plan or a script. We basically just got together and uh, and the, the the first thing we did was have this thing like what's hot and what's not. I think you were Bungalow Bill. That was your character. Yeah, I had a puppet. And or we something. were walking around a kitchen, 
me in a, in a fucking school uniform. I'm, I'm calling myself a farmer, and I'm dressed in a fucking in, in, in slacks and like a, a, a tie and a shirt with like a sweater over it, and I'm just like a, like, a, like a shitty a shitty law like professor at a community college, and I'm, and I'm, but I have a farmer's hat. And I'm going, and Bungalow Bill is my sidekick, and I'm at, he's asking me, like, hey, Freddy, what's hot, what's not? Well, I had a puppet on my hands, too. You did have some kind of puppet. I had, yeah. And we were basically, the whole thing was that, like, you know, we were pointing at things, that's hot, like the, 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 uh, the stove, or that's not. I don't remember, the, but the point, the, the thing ended with uh, me saying to you, uh, what's hot, that's not, and it was a stove, this is not, like, Grade A humor. This was like I'm not I'm not vouching for it now, but this is the none of it will hold up no. in any. No, it won't hold up. We're not we're not pretending this is great stuff. But uh, and then you pretend to burn yourself. No, you, I thought you burned yourself. No, I think you. I, I no, I you, you, I'm pretty sure it was you. Let's not get mired in that. I, oh, of course not. But uh, and that was like that. That's that's the kind of stuff. Uh, but this was the kernel of uh, you know where where like you know my. Eventually, I did start to become, you know, we, we, became, we became film, like, you know, independent filmmakers. We tried Not successful, it. but, you know, we, we that, that lit the spark in you. It lit the spark. I mean, I think at then the end bought, of... like, that camera off the eBay? Right, right. We'll get to that in a second. But, you know, but, like, um, because we basically, after that, we went to an ice cream, the ice cream truck came, and we were basically harassing, oh, <laughs> we were harassing the ice cream point. truck guy. Okay, so the ice cream truck guy came, and you started to interview, was this day one or two, the first? This first day. Was, I remember three times then. And the third time's the only re- where you we were going into the fire department. But right, but, but anyway, the first day. So you walk. Uh, what I remember with the ice cream truck is you came up. The guy you start talking to him about whatever, and then he goes, "I'm working." What do you do for a living? <laughs> actually do for a living? The guy goes, "I'm working on my MBA." And I'm like, "Oh, oh he's." Gonna, and I'm like, and "Here comes the joke." And you just start going off for something. No, he asked to play basketball. I was so annoyed. You never. You want me to what make the, the pun about basketball with the because this guy well, who's like, me, whatever you said was so much less funny. We're bothering and I. We're, we're bothering this he was guy. Like forty, I it's guess. Fun. Well, I don't think it was forty. Probably, it was probably like thirty. Uh, Twenty five. To a sixteen year old, a thirty year old. The funny thing to me, looking back, is that we were like kind of bothering this guy. Oh, we bothered. Like, remember when the guy who was like driving an ice cream truck? I, mean, I don't think we looked down on him, but he was like, but he's like, it's the way when you're a kid, he's the ice cream guy, but he's like going. School for his fucking MBA, so much more successful than me, so much more like devoted, the, the, the uh, you know, uh, accomplished. Even at that stage of his life, and I'll ever be. And I'm looking back, and these fucking this fat idiot and his fucking dumb friends are just bothering him. I think he, uh, you, you, whatever. So th- this was the gen- it was a, it was not great. Uh, but then we went our separate ways, and then we we, we got together. You for and the ice cream man went separate ways. You saying? No, uh, we 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 of went, course we he went drove that was episode one, and then eventually we start. We yeah, we, we did things. There was then no. We started getting around the town, but the th- I remember. Then the third time is actually around Babel, the, the entire town. Oh, that was the th- okay. Uh, well, basically, yeah, we were going to the fire department, which was funny. Well, that <laughs> was a funny one. What, what, Only remember because that one? we walk into the fire department. We interview. Yes, you start talking to the, the fireman, showing you the trucks. All I remember is if I'm, <laughs> I knew what you meant, and I didn't realize till after what, why you said what you said was wrong. Be like. What happens if a guy with a fire hose is blowing flames everywhere? But you might have flamethrower. Oh, if I said fire hose is blowing flames everywhere, <laughs> you were trying to describe what you were thinking. But like a guy, would you guys be called in if a guy was burning everything? You know, he has a hose. It's just I, like I, the, the, what's funny again. It's just I was a dumb fat animal, and like I'm going up to these people, and I think I'm like I'm 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 basically acting like I'm Tom Green, but like they're not buying it, they're not going for it. I not remember get- the what the actual the only one joke that existed in that part was. Because Jay was tagging along, and there was about 25 empty kegs laying around the bottom oh, right. of the fire department. He was in, Jay goes, what are those for extra water? <laughs> 
Yeah. He didn't even want to be there. Yeah. Um, no, that, that, was, that was a good library. No, at that time, I wasn't the funny one, I think. I, I was, uh, I was bizarre. Jay wasn't really part of the crew. He was more of our captive. Sure, but, uh, well, that doesn't make any sense when you say it like that. I mean, like, we, he we, never we, wanted, he, he, he we, wanted we, to play Ashran's cool. Yeah, we forced him to kind of tag along in front of the rows. But, uh, no, but uh, th- 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 this was not uh, me at my fun. This is me then in, we in got, the Genesis. We wander into the library, and then she, oh, right, you're talking to, to that woman about Harry Potter, and you go, is he Harry Potter because he pots plants? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the best part is we go to Dairy Park and walk through the drive-thru oh. and you try to order something. The guy get the fuck out of here. He tries to attack Oh, he was you. so mad at us. Yeah, he chased you down the street. Oh, yeah, he was like, he was violent towards me. Who was that? It was Pat. You knew? Oh, you knew I the know, guy, right? I, now, yeah, I know who he is now. Yeah, paint a picture of, of his town, Babylon. Like, you, you spent your youth in this town. It's like a kind of a small town in Long Island. But like, yeah. And like a village. Everyone kind of knows each other. I wasn't a part of it. Jesus, but like, he knew. The like, Dairy Park guy left his post. Yeah, like, like like he like Bill knew this guy from the neighborhood. I, I knew him yeah, as an older kid. Yeah, he's when he's old, he, and he's, as a sibling to other kids and now especially. But but to me, I'm just being chased by some fucking sociopath <laughs> because I wanted to do a skit. But whatever. But apparently, he was just one of these older kids who was uh I don't know. Getting, getting and then you were da- there's a guy who's always at the bus stop. This guy was every day, and he was wear, always wearing a tank top and met like mesh cut off shorts, and he'd be dancing to himself with his headphones on. Mm. He was like a staple there, and you actually walked over to him, started dancing with him. <laughs> just, obviously, the guy's a mental. Problem. Yeah, I'm harassing the mentally ill. Okay. This, look, this is not the proudest time. And then we life. talked to then we talked to the postman. I just, I'm remembering this as I'm saying it. The postman, we just walk up, start talking to him. He's hiding his cigarette. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he didn't want to be seen on camera smoking a cigarette, and uh, but he went with it. <laughs> yeah, look, pe- people treated us. Look, it's a kind of town. It's not like New York City where every idiot from NYU is going around trying to make a short film. And like this, this, oh, we were banning those things. No, we weren't. <laughs> no, at this stage, it may be our, our, yeah. our age. <laughs> I, I, how little we tried. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone listening right now, hearing what we just described, is saying you're better than NYU film students. Let's not, let's be a little fucking perspective. Oh, I'm, here. I'm factoring in age and how little we tried. Sure, we didn't try, how so little, therefore we're better. How, how much we didn't care how embarrassing we were. Doing. We were idiots. Yes, and. Uh, we just didn't give. At least Andrew and I were not embarrassed by any. We well, that's the thing. That, that, that's gonna be a motif that runs through this whole story. Is that like, I was under the impression that we were actually trying to do something. And oh, not to, at that point. Eventually. Well, yeah. look. I mean, but like, even though I didn't, like, it wasn't my idea. Uh, I, I, I walk I, into people's yards. I think. Yeah, if I can cram myself with one thing, it's like I, I do have a, a willingness to like you know jump head first into projects. And you said you want to make this children's TV show, and what I realized in hindsight was it was really more about you just putting me into weird situations oh, for your own edification. A kid, a kid's three or four years before that borrowed my game, Postal, the original version, mm-hmm. and we went to his house. You knocked on the door. Oh right. We filmed you. We asked him for my game. He doesn't know who you are. Right. He's not wearing a shirt. And I'm have the puppet out of the, the uh, shrubbery, like because I just didn't care. I went to his like off to the side in his plants right. of his mother's house. Right, like and this is like this could not be interesting to anyone watching. Oh, that was except, just... except for you and Andrew just making an ass out of me. And that's the motif. It was it was not for the camera. It was for you guys. Just to, I don't know why. I, you know, I, I know you, I know we were friends sort of at the time. We're friends now, but at the time, I don't know what you guys were. You guys seem you were rascals. Oh, yeah, first it was going to be a public kid show, and then it was just those harassing people. It just evolved into like you guys just like you know make trying to make me out to be some kind of weird scumbag in front of people. Um, and I jumped, and I, I went along with it because you know that's I, I don't have half measures. 
You hear me every week. You know, I, I jump in. I'm not some guy who fucking, you know, half-asses it. So, uh, that was Freddy's farm, pretty much. I mean, we, we basically... Yeah, yeah, that does there, was no, there was, like, you know, small... Sn- there was episodes where we, we found, you know, a, a, a refrigerator in the garbage, and, like, we jumped in. Like, oh, it was a time machine. And, like, there was no... <laughs> And like, I think you know, I think we were saying, oh, a- again, Abraham Lincoln, and like he was attacking I, us. I just remember you spinning in the middle of the street around the trash, going, "Yeah, I'm in the past." And I remember being in Andrew's backyard, and you're dancing. The dog comes up and starts harassing you. And, like, and, for, and special, you had a name for the dog. He's a special friend you could get to know. <laughs> People listening to this, you would think that we were like t- describing ourselves at like in the, in the fourth Stupid. grade. You know, in the fifth grade, maybe. No, we were in high school at this point. I don't know what the hell we were doing. This is not like I, well, I realized. In a yard in there are kids who like make like would make Super Eight films when they were in their fucking in, in grade school, and they were fucking you know like Spielberg was making them. these little films that weren't like it wasn't Jaws, but it was a lot better than what we were doing. I never saw that student, those films we made in grade school, so I can't judge it yet. I'm pretty sure they were more coherent than Freddy's Farm. Oh, but, yeah. uh, oh, coherent, yes. But they did, they did, I did get the film making bug because there was one episode, uh, the last thing we did, where I, well, I, 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 I couldn't operate the camera because I was Freddy, but uh, I, I had this very specific vision of like the conscious character looking for Freddy. And I was like, Andrew, I want you to go here and move was the camera I there here. For that? I think so, I don't know. Uh, I want you to go here and walk here and get this shot. And I didn't know at the time, but it was, it was me. Like formulating shots, and like, oh, I, and I realized that, you know, in that, oh, I enjoy this, I want to be a director. So I got my own shitty, the shittiest camera you can find. I mean, the camera we were using for his farm was okay, it was terrible, but like, I bought the cheapest fucking thing you could ever, some <laughs> sh- m- m- Minolta. It wasn't even VHSC, it was, it was, it was worse. It was right? 8mm, which is oh, not. Oh, that's better. No, it's, it's, it's kind of the same. Uh, but it was like the iris would just close for no reason. Like it would just get dark for no reason. Oh, uh, the iris broken. <laughs> there would be look throughout this whole story. There would be there would be these common refrains of the iris is going, and we'd have to like stop shooting because, uh, you know, when we were making Back to the Future really, Part Four, yeah. uh, it was just the iris would start. You don't remember that? No. We actually made Back to the Future Part Four at one point. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> the first thing, so I buy I buy this terrible camera, and then we go out one day. Uh, to Argyle Park with Andrew. Oh yeah, and we start. And he has a lab coat. I used to work at CBS as a, a in the photo uh, developing thing. And uh, I think at the time I was there, and you made that thing where I walk up to his house and you took you cribbed the music from uh, Rushmore and stuck it. It was like a, I guess that was later. How do you not remember? And that comes. That was actually a, 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 a decently put together project we did. That was called Twenty Five Bucks. That was a oh, whole different thing. We'll get to that I'm later. I'm the Argyle Park part. I have you here to like, you know, illuminate this history. I'm remembering as we go. And you going. remember none of it. <laughs> but I'm, happy to, I'm happy to have you. But when it comes back to me, I got those little details. Like, you're going, Mortimer, the dog, you should get there. No. <laughs> We yeah, t- you had some weird name. You, I did call him some weird name. You names. always gave, like, these weird Russian names to things. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I... I if you, you all know now listening, like I love the Russians. I think they're great. I, mean, I remember I was trying to when you were doing the Ronald Reagan. Thing, I was trying to make a punk band with you had a name, and you were like Purple Fusion Mind Monkeys, the best name of a punk band. I said that. Yes, you did. Look, <laughs> I don't know if I've made this we point. Like, oh, on should we call it Total Society? Should we call it this Purple Fusion Mind Monkey? I don't know if I've made this point on the podcast, but this is a very true thing. I look back as myself 
uh, in sixth grade, in eighth grade, in high school, uh, everything up to like fucking you know a few years ago probably. And if I could go back in, if I could get a time machine and go back in time with a knife, I would stab myself in the heart. Uh, I don't, I don't fucking vouch for any of this, this stuff. Purple fuchsia mind. I never once liked that name. I hate myself. I was always a little embarrassed. I kind of, I kind of remember, it and I'm so embarrassed. What is that even? I, I, well, Jay and I, Jay was here, so it was like t- we were like, oh, we'll call it Total Society. No, let's call it Kill Slow Blood Saver. Uh, Purple Fusion Mind Monkey. <laughs> I feel like nowadays I come up with like, cool names for bands all the time. Now that I'm in a band, like you know me. I, 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 oh yeah, I, yeah, I, no, uh, people, yeah. It's, I, but I, we were, Purple Fusion. I am Purple Fusion Mind Monkey. You, you, could you said it when we were waiting for my mom to pick us up at front of that horrible school. And then you said it again, and like it was something you were. So I was fixated on purple future. Right, yeah, that week or whatever. Okay, well, look, I, they're not all winners, folks. But uh, you, we, we go, we get this lab coat, and we got like a fake gun or whatever. And I, we, and again, there was no there real was vis- a fest going on. This like thing, a- there, was a, there was a festival going on, and the only thing we were doing at first was we were filming Andrew walking around Argyle Park, which is like a, like a lake with a park around it, and there was a kind of festival going on. Like and goose shit. He's wearing yeah, a lot of goose shit. He's wearing a lab coat. I think I don't know if he was wearing the gun at that point under him. Yeah, uh, he was, uh, and he was chasing. I think you and Jay. That and J- J- Jay and I were just became a, like we were following the things around you two were doing, and then it was us being filmed at some point. I think. Well, he was chasing you. That was what we were staging. We were staging a thing, and we yeah, there was no script. I just had this very vague sense of, and look, this might sound like a boring thing, but it gets a little interesting once we get to the second half of the day because we're just cha- he's oh, chasing. Nine, it was it was September eleventh, two thousand and two, or two Yeah, I remember. It was, it was, it was, it was September eleventh. We, we filmed on two days, and one of them was the second an- or first anniversary. Okay, well, so basically. The first half is just the Andrew in his lab coat. We don't know what his thing is. I think at that point we were calling him a lab coat assassin. And uh, that's later. I think we'll get the Jays. Well, you were just look. running. You two were just running through crowds of people. Uh, yeah, we're and he's chasing you and Jay through the park. I think eventually you filmed that. No, it was done that day. Okay. Oh no, it was done that day. But so basically, we shoot this thing. It's, it's, it's idiotic. There's no vision for it. We go to Jay's house in his garage. And uh, I don't think I can even take credit for it. There's a scene where you and Jay are talking about, oh, remember when that guy, that lab, that lab coat guy, was chasing Chased us through the park? And like, and that's the that's the direction I yeah, gave. What's up with that that's guy? That's the vision I had. You go, what's up with that guy? I remember you hit Andrew and then, in the bushes by him and had him sneak out like, yeah, he's yeah, coming. Yeah, it was so stupid. But in a stroke <laughs> of genius, in a stroke of genius that dictated the flow of the day, <laughs> Jay ended that scene with an improvised line saying, "Hey, want to go shoot people with AIDS?" And we just left it in, and then the whole movie became a movie about these two guys shooting AIDS patients. We hey, we set that scene up. Someone got a jar of lemonade because lemonade was involved in that scene. He goes, "You want some lemonade?" Why are they here? You're like, "Why would we be here in Jesus? Why are we lemonades? So we got a jar of lemonade, so there's a reason to be there." They were just there. Or they were there to drink lemonade. Okay, but the more important, the more compelling thing is that we staged a, a movie at this point where these two guys were shooting people with AIDS, and Andrew was some, for some reason taking them out because he was the good guy apparently. And then uh, I do remember at one point uh, he got like, Jay got AIDS in the in the thing. This is before South Park did AIDS. We were on the it cutting edge. It was at least a year before that. Yeah, we were, like no one was doing AIDS material back then. Yeah, but yeah, like the, there was at that time also really. We felt dicey about it. Also, Funny. at the perfect moment before, when AIDS was very like kind of becoming corporate, you know, before 
before, you know, it was becoming like a... Where AIDS was becoming corporate? You want to elaborate on that? Where it's like, you know, you go to school, you have to wear a ribbon. It's like... Well, like, half, no one made you wear a ribbon, but like you're... you're, you're yeah, that's cool. They tried to... I bet they pocketed all that money they collected, too. I mean, look, it's very possible. We didn't like our, our, our Catholic high school. And it. if you told me that the AIDS money they collected, which I don't remember them collecting AIDS money, but if they did, I wouldn't be surprised... Right into the mustache man's pocket. If it went... In, that's... Yeah. S- we can tell you another time. We'll tell you stories about the school, perhaps. The real compelling thing here, I think, we're getting off the subject, course, is that we were making a movie yes. about AIDS patients being killed by these characters, and uh, I, I think we we all felt pretty dicey about it at the time. I mean, this is the the, the post nine eleven, like the, yeah. the budding years of post nine eleven, where you know people are still sensitive in general, and we're just. Uh, I don't remember the movie. I remember the movie ends with uh, Jay. So on different night, we're in his garage and we're just using props and we're shooting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. And yeah, Jay has a a scene where he uh, contracts AIDS somehow. Uh, even though he's shooting AIDS patients, he contracts AIDS. And he has a uh, what a catharsis or something. Well, he's basically saying like, "Oh, I have AIDS. Oh, my mom's gonna fucking disown me. She's gonna fucking disown me." Yeah, every moment he didn't walk off the thing to play Ashton's call, we got him to finish yeah. the scene. The weird thing is, Jay was like didn't want to be there, but was the only one who was a decent actor of any of us, I think. Um, and but yeah, and he has a really emotional scene where he's just fucking and, and he shoots him, and then he like and then Andrew comes up, and we didn't even like we were so inept, we didn't even add a gunshot sound. You just heard the click of the shitty plastic rifle. No, we had caps, but it was so poor. I don't know who this was for. We never showed anyone except for like maybe like, when we met someone new. Like years later, we if we felt like they were you know like kindred spirits, we'd show them the AIDS movie, and it was yeah uh, we did. <laughs> I mean we basically it was cut together in a way this is before like digital video was even a prevalent thing, and you basically were cutting like by like you know editing with uh just VHS like you know, so there was no yeah, VHS, there yeah. was no good cuts there was those weird like fading cuts and. uh it was terrible. It was a really shitty movie. I mean, half mm-hmm. it's dark because the iris in the camera was going. What um, were we doing? I don't know what we were doing. This was a weird time. And uh, but this is again. look. This this leads to other things. We made. We started to come up with more. Oh yeah, we, we didn't just end there and like. We, no, this was, this, was, this wasn't our like you know this wasn't our John Hinckley esque or uh, <laughs> you know like, this wasn't our manifesto. We you know, we we didn't. It wasn't. Up, yeah, it wasn't our. our uh, yeah, we we uh, but we we ended up coming starting to come up with more. Not good. They wouldn't end up being good things, but we they were more tried concrete ideas. Like yeah. we, we, at one point, we made a, a Back to the Future Four uh, film, uh, if you want to call it that. And I, I, is that when we found you the- played Doc and I played Marty? I had a oh, best. is that when we found the uh, shopping cart in the garbage? We found or, a shopping no, in a cart. sump. Yeah, I think at some point you like push a shot. Like, you put me in a shopping cart, <laughs> and you like. And again, the whole point of this day, I thought it was to try and make this movie, even though it was, it was inept and we weren't good at it. But I was trying to make a movie. You were in the but I think the, cart your entire goal of you and Andrew was to get me into a shopping cart and then crash me into like a cement blockade. Um, <laughs> Did we? I believe I, I vaguely remember something. I don't remember because I, 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 oh, I guess we pushed you and you just let go. <laughs> some, yeah, you put I'm me. Guessing. I think I you pushed remember. me down a hill. Um, <laughs> You guys were like, it really were just kind of these weird, like you were gaslighting me, basically. You were basically like, it was, it was like the, it was like the good stuff. And then we were all good having friends. We were, like, we were just having fun rib- ribbing and things. No, sure. But I mean, over time, I did start to feel a little bit like abused. Um, oh, some, you were terrible to us at some point. Well, look, I at look. At that point starting, where so you, were demand, you were demanding. So let me, let me, let me paint so a picture. So you got pushed in a shop and was some bullet. Let me paint a picture. I, uh... When I, when, I, when I bought the camera, and I, look, I'll admit, 
I you were bossy. Uh, well, look, I, I I got it into my head that I'm gonna be a filmmaker. Like even as early as the A's movie, that project. I'm a, I'm a, I'm just I'm gonna start making movies like phrase form, whatever. Uh, but I got the bug now. I'm gonna be a filmmaker. So I definitely became a much more controlling presence. I don't think I w- warranted the abuse that ended up happening. But you know, Andrew and Bill uh, felt like I was being too controlling, and therefore the mission became to just take Ray down a peg constantly. <laughs> Uh, through various so these 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 adventures, these days out in the Babylon making films from their perspective was just to troll Ray and to abuse Ray. I'm not being a victim. Here. I'm, not, I'm not whining about it. It's all fun in the past, but at the time it was a little disheartening and a little frustrating because I would be like trying to get a shot. And look, if you little, if you saw a shot, well, of this is when we're still working together. It gets we we all kind of become really contentious. What's that? Oh, no. Oh, at some point. I yeah, well, this is how a story goes. We're, we're going to tell the story in order, okay? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so, remembering as we're going. This, this is the budding days of you guys, you know, harassing me and, and trying to ruin my vision. So It went both ways. Right. Apparently. I mean, I was bossy, and they uh, well, we pushed me, into a, pushed me down the hill. You were bossy. And you said you were applying your Eagle Scout techniques to us or something. I was applying. Well, I was an Eagle Scout. Uh, Eventually. You weren't at that point. But you were like, this is a, how you got the kids to Make knots and stuff. Did I really say that? Uh, no, I think I say it. But you were like, so you so you proj- you're projecting that. You, well, you you when you were at the camp of Nagano, you when you had that you were the leader. That's how you got people to do the thing. Like and you applied that to us, especially Jay, and uh, we were like hey, we were just jerks. So we like you know we were all terrible people. <laughs> yeah, we were not not a good one in the bunch. Um, no, we were terrible people. Yeah, so. Uh, one thing we there was a guy in our high school who was like a real weird devout Catholic, uh, Bar- uh, but he was also abu- like a b- abusive. We're not gonna name. Yeah, names. I'm not gonna. Like, but the first name was James, right? Sure. Okay. Uh, and uh, he, you know, this guy was like he he would always go around like you know basically talking about how women uh, were dogs. He, didn't he do that? He actually he was said, in your grade. I knew his sister was okay. He was a guy who was like a weirdly <laughs> de- like he was like a fundamentalist Christian almost. Yeah, he had blonde uh, hair or something. He was like it was almost he like, like a jerk. He was like a Christian ISIS guy. He was talking yeah, about how, yeah, oh yeah. He totally. was like talking about how do- like I'm, I'm just remembering now how women were dogs basically. Yeah, that's or, or, funny. Uh, well, 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 I, cause I, I got into a debate with him because I I wasn't the most. Uh, Beloved student there, especially not by the chaplain and and the religious That's ecclesiastical people. But I I had a good sense of. I, I remember at one point, uh, kind of out of nowhere, harassing our chaplain, saying, "I'm going to become a priest and reform this yeah, church." Yeah, I'll take you down a notch. <laughs> yeah, and uh, even though we thought he was a jerk, I think he was right to be a little disturbed by me. But my oh, point yeah, is, yeah, yes. but this guy, uh, the, the subject of our, our this next film was. Going around and like he thought he, he was an academic. He thought he was an academic, and he was. I got into a debate with him in a, in a class once a because he was academic. Yeah, uh, ecclesiastical, Just very um, small-minded. Yeah, he he was, and he was saying like, why? I was like, why can't women be priests? And he's like, you know, would you make a dog a priest? And I'm like, I I'm wasn't like, there for that because I was. I only saw like the. Well, I was there. And I'm telling yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and 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 he would always like when you when you would challenge him. Because look, everything he was doing. Like, you could easily challenge in the Christian context because, like, Jesus would never do this shit. But he would come back with, oh, I've read, tr- like, 25 books on the subject. So we made, uh, basically, a, a satirical movie about this guy, and we lambasted him. Um, I think you played this. this, And it, it actually wasn't a bad 
I mean, it wasn't a good movie, but like that was the first thing we did. Where it was actually like you know maybe. And that also started at Argyle. That's how I got confused before. Except it was cold out. Right. I played the homeless guy in the movie. Things were starting to oh, take yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. My my uh, the uh, main character's a uh, follower. Yeah. Hmm. No, you were you. No, yeah. We, we, I'm the apostle. I'll answer this one. You were the guy. Yeah. No, I was. Right. I, was I was him. You when you were the homeless guy, I'm remembering it now. Oh, you were you were the oh the homeless guy. That was the whole. Gimmick. You played two characters: the homeless guy and the apostle. Uh, I think the home. No, I think it was both. I think I think his his. We we made the whole thing that he you was dressed basically. Differently. You, you walk in off the crowd and you go, "I'll answer this one." Jesus, Jesus, oh right, right. Oh my God, send you for something. But I remember we also had the garbage. We were still carrying our garbage in a shopping cart. We were carrying. We, were just we carrying hit the garbage? shopping cart. The shopping cart was still with us because we oh. used it as a to stand on. So we are up above everything, right? I again, I, I guess I was what the Back to the Future Four was. It was the same shopping cart. So we were hiding garbage around the town to use later because no one brought the shopping cart home. Oh, so we, yeah, we, we were just like taking the shopping cart and put it in like behind the. the a, yeah, no, like this. This is our stomping grounds. Uh, <laughs> so but yeah, ba- but basically, I ended up trying to. This all hmm? the in the the par- we had a parking lot to ourselves always where no one would bother us like. For some reason, like, that area was our, yeah, like, the parking lot was a big thing. That was, like, our set, our studio, I mean. Right. This whole, I mean, look, these, these are the kind of things we would do. These, none of these were good films. They were, they were getting better as they went along. And then finally, I started working on what I thought at the time was my magnum opus, uh, Operation Seawall, I think it was called. Which that, was uh, was that way later? Uh, I think it was no, it was way later. There, there was different versions of me trying to get it off the ground. And at some point, I, you started, and then I was started collaborating with you on like what the characters and like the, developing them. But you were obsessed with the boffer sword thing. Well, basically, let, let me give you a, a little rundown of the this this basic this idea of this movie was basically that um, there was a, a this a, this uh, affected youth uh, who was named Steve who was upset that his favorite pizza place was closing. Oh, yeah, the one in Brentwood Road or whatever. And uh, he, this is a guy who's just frustrated. I mean, it's just a petulance of a, of a, of a 17-year-old Ray. Just like he, oh, you he, were that old, right? Yes, wow. I think I was 17, uh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, it, it was this guy who's just frustrated with, uh, like, telemarketers and, like, people who are environmentalists. He just he, It was just a cranky guy in hindsight. I, I thought he was a real – it was the kind of thing where, like, you think he's a real – like fucking rebel without a cause kind of thing, like a real like you know, oh like why is the world so crazy? Really, really, he, this I, it was just me, me projecting my douchiness uh, into a character who was just mad at everyone, and uh, but like he wanted to protect his pizza place, but it was just, uh, inexplicably, mm. inexplicably there were guys with foam swords who were fighting over the pizza place. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was a convoluted story. It's actually important because this is the, when I came in, or you were telling me about it. Like, into, I was helping create, uh, start creating. That was our first time ever doing anything together, like actually creatively. Because I, came, Arthur, the character, I vaguely remember this, but it was all written when I started getting involved. Okay. Yeah. No, it was that's totally. a big point in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is formative years, and uh, this was like you know, and I, I, I ended up you know, we we went through a bunch of false starts of this movie. Um, Different versions of it. I ended up like dumping, you know, credit card money on it. You oh, know, a wow. couple years later, I went to. Oh yeah, that's that. I was involved again. Uh, you know, at that point, we we had split ways for a while. But no, but like, for, but I remember we were scouting locations for this movie, mm-hmm. and we went to a pizza oh, so we place. We were talking about the guy with the shoot with the yeah. With the well, this pants. was a this this was, and I, I think this is like kind of a good point. This is kind of a culmination of this 
phase of it because we went to uh, shoot um, some test footage at this pizza place, and uh, there was a guy there. I'm trying to think how he was dressed. He was wearing like a Hawaiian T-shirt, yes. a Hawaiian sh- a button shirt. Uh, he was wearing brown loafers or white loafers. He, he was wearing penny uh, penny loafers, but yeah, white uh, and jogging pants. And a, jogging pants, not even track pants. And uh, we were like, like basically, we. I, I this is a pizza place that I, I I was around the neighborhood. I knew the guy. He said we could, like shoot in the back. It was like a, it was like probably eight thirty at night on a weekday during dark, the summer. Yeah. And uh, so there's one guy. This one guy's the only guy in there. He's talking to the owner. And he comes over to us. This, like, he's, a, he's a fat man. You know, he's, he, he comes over. He's a you know older Italian guy, and he's saying to us like, "Hey, what are you guys making the movie?" <laughs> and we're like, uh, "Yeah, you know, we're just shooting some footage for this movie." I at that point, I'm like, "What's going on with this?" And I'm leaving you to talk to him. So I'm, I'm already aware of this guy. Yeah, he's a little sketchy looking. He looks kind of like you're being too friendly enough that he's starting to get hovering on you. Sure, because I, you know, I'm, I'm outgoing uh, and uh, I'm. I'm I'm being a little boastful about me. We're making this movie about pizza place and foam store, whatever. He doesn't seem to really give a shit about that. <laughs> he starts telling me, uh, oh, I'm also a filmmaker. <laughs> I, uh, I ma- he's just telling me, and this is 100% true, I, I make these films with, uh, you know, women, uh, some people might call handicapped. And, uh, you know, I, I get them to come over. I mean, he's basically the, ears, he starts describing to me how he basically, it seems like, was making porno films with, like, handicapped women, <laughs> mentally disabled women. Yeah, it's the, something about bombing places. Yeah, but I get him, I get him to sex, dress up sexy. <laughs> and the, and so the, I think you and him were in a booth together, and I was in a booth with Yeah, he, he'd come over so to the booth. So you two got a booth. I'm in the next booth, but my back to you. I'm hearing little bits. And I'm like, Ray, get away from this. Don't get, I'm, a, I'm starting to get worried that you're, that you're liking this guy. Then, no, uh, well, here's the thing. I, yeah. I forgot about that because you guys thought like subsequently, oh, you, why you, you like I was an idiot and I didn't know this guy was a problem because yeah, they I, really know, didn't I knew he was a problem. Why were you a then? I because like what am I gonna do? Be like, hey, mob, creepy pornographer of disabled people, get out of my no, like I like I was a young guy, I was I was intimidated, I was trying to keep things on an even keel, and so I'm talking to this guy and he starts going on about, hey, you guys know the Fulton Street Fish Market? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe I've heard of it, maybe. Yeah, I have this script. That I want to make about the Fulton Street Fish Market and like how like my nephew's writing it for me and how something to do with the corruption and the cops and then he offers up with like I apropos apropos of nothing perhaps you know the police they had a problem with me because <laughs> you know the the, the, I threatened to blow up the I forget what the seventy second precinct yeah fifty nine precinct yeah which. Look, at the time, I'm like, we're still trying to feel out what this guy is. And I'm like, I think he's making In my stuff. mind, I'm like, Ray's probably impressed by this because my back's to you in the other booth. And I'm eating the pizza you got. They gave you, like, this is the best pizza I've ever had in my life. And I'm like, this is okay. It was good pizza. That's not important. The point is. <laughs> but so I'm like, you lied about the pizza. Now he's, gonna, now he's making a new friend. Huh? All right. So, look, he's going to drive. <laughs> he, he, look, the point is, he's telling me this. I don't know if he's like, you know, this seems like far-fetched. This seems like, all right, even if he is a shady, creepy guy, I think he's just kind of talking out of his ass now. And then he has like a little satchel briefcase thing, and he pulls out a goddamn police report, and he shows it to me. And it's like, it's, it's like, it's like a document with, like, with like, the, like the letterhead of the police department, and it says, like, the way you have a ticket, like a, a traffic ticket, and they handwrite in pencil or whatever. It's like that, or a carbon copy or whatever. It, like you can, he's showing it to me, and I'm reading. 
suspect was heard threatening to blow up the 59th Street precinct. <laughs> and in my head, I'm going, Ray's probably so impressed by that thing he's reading right now. We gotta get out of here. Bill had a little, had a little opinion me at the time. I was fucking mortified. I look. I don't look. There's, there's, it took 20 years. <laughs> we look. Here's the. I think I, you I, guys. Still, you know, you guys thought that I was like making a new friend. I was trying <laughs> to get out of there. He kept like. Oh, he, I, he want he wanted me to shoot his porno films for him. Yeah. He was saying, "I want your phone number uh, and your address." I, I remember what phone number and address he gave. J- well, don't don't. Well, <laughs> well, I'm not saying the rest. We always that's a, that's a running joke. Yeah, no. Look, we I don't say where you, what town it was. We gave him Jay's address. We won't say what the address is. Um, and look, I I ended up subsequently feeling terrible because I don't know. Look, nothing happened to Jay. Jay's fine. But like, eh, at that period, he would have deserved anything. That guy. Was well, he was a little bit of a, a, a dick sometimes. Even to me. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he didn't deserve to get like you know uh, <laughs> a guy walking in his s- house. Some, 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 and I couldn't care less if that guy did. Some fucking like you know mentally disabled woman's pornographer. Uh, uh, that's not a proper term, but whatever. My house is. was so full of nice like fucking restaurants and hardware stuff. Even if it wasn't, even, took even, it off. even if it was a terrible place, it's, we 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 sent a mobster over there in, in our minds. So the second we get out that glass door, we, I we go Ray, ran I, to the car. No, this is it's great. Glass door, I go Ray. I don't want. I I, do, I want nothing at all. You go keep walking, walk faster. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I knew you weren't. Yeah. You too. You too. I'm like I was like Ray. I don't want to walk faster. Don't turn around. <laughs> I look. We got in that car. We that, drove that's away. why I knew we were on the same page. This was a town. I this wasn't Babylon. This was a different town. I was over there all the time. I spent like my uh, entire past few summers hanging out with my friends in that town. I didn't go back there for years. Well, that was uh, between Babylon and the other in West Texas. That was uh, Brentwood. What town was that? Bayshore. Like Brightwater. It was like Bayshore. Oh, Bayshore. Bayshore. Yeah. I think. I, I look. I'm about to say now. I wasn't a tough kid. I should. I perhaps should not have been that intimidated by this weird, fat, uh, b- 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 blustering, uh, perhaps mafia guy. I don't know. But it was. It was. It was. It was a strange time. Now that we went through the whole thing, I know there was a period where it was like he was just trying to scare us out of there because we were bothering the pizza man. But no, he had the he, he had, had the pimp- goddamn pl- papers on him. I, I look. I. I. I that could, was real. If we were there for a week. And like you know, and day three he pulls it out. Then you can maybe go, oh, maybe like he he went on his computer and made that. I don't know, but yeah, like he was, it was pretty prepped. He ha- why would you be walking around with? I mean, look, Impressive I can't kids. think. <laughs> hey, look, here's the thing: even if you are a mobster, I I don't think in hindsight, I don't think this guy, if he was connected, I don't think he was like. Would you say he looked like Joey Buttafuoco? I think in my head, like later when he was fighting. Um, uh, no, he was older and fatter. Okay. Uh, here's the thing: when I think about it now. It's like it's almost cartoonish because, like, I'm not saying mob, the guys are mafia genius, but they don't go around to like fucking high school kids <laughs> and tell them that they're taking disabled women and and making pornography with them and then boasting about blowing uh, trying to blow up. He he was I don't know what he was. He was <laughs> he he wasn't like mentally ill in a way where he was like he was he had it together to an extent. Like he wasn't like some guy who was like the jogging pants oh, were the were the clue. Yeah, I don't, but he was up to something weird. Uh, gray jogging pants, I think, right? Yeah, the laziest, gray, version. Oh, laziest, the laziest uh, version of jogging pants. Yeah, uh, so I, th- these are the kind of characters you run into in Long Island. They, I mean, we, they, there are actual mob guys around, but they don't tend to like walk up to you and be like, "Hey, you know how the racketeering business I'm in?" Like they don't <laughs> like, "Hey, you want get you want you want to come work for the mob?" They don't really recruit you like that. Like, so this is a weird. I still don't know to this day what that guy was about, but he had the goddamn police report and it looked pretty legit. Um. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Look, I think it's great. I think, you know, he was probably 
laughing his ass off for whatever reason. I don't know what he got out of it. He did want my name and number, though. He did want me to, like, he wanted me to work for him. He did wanted he have a me cell phone to put in, or was he just writing it down on his police report? I think he was, he was writing it down on the back of his police report. Um, yeah, bizarre. Of course, thing. the people who worked there think this is normal. They didn't seem to have any problem with any of this going on. Well, they were kind of like, you know, they, they were keeping to themselves. And like, oh, so. Maybe they, okay. One thing, I, I, I think they just didn't give a shit. They were trying to close up the shop. But like, yeah, at the time, at the time, it seemed like, yo, they were afraid of him. Whatever. This is the kind of, uh, this is not, like, this is the kind of thing, we so live a, a, a relatively sheltered life, I guess, because this is not, some people have, like, really dark heroin. So we things. went from the dairy burn guy to this, to threatening us to this guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a decent arc. I kept making, it's like, pretty good. yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, we made it out alive. Um, you know, and I ended up making, we're, we're, I'll try and see if we can locate some of these weird films, but, um. I have, I don't have that stuff that you eventually did but i do have like that that trailer where you put that fuel song in it oh uh no a filter yeah, yeah okay, with a, with a, the guy these foam these foam sword guys i was really obsessed with it and i made a, like a really slick trailer with a guy putting duct tape and foam on a p- piece of pvc pipe that's the and this is what i show oh. i tried to get into purchase with these with these fucking things i made we also made i a remember thing. the resolution wasn't the image wasn't it was very digitized no, no here's like i that's the funniest thing about this i purchase is a it's a pretty good film program. I, or maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it's pretty competitive because they don't have yeah, a lot of slots is. open in the film conservatory. Those conservatories uh, are bastards to get into, apparently. And I got into this whole film thing a little late in the game, and uh, I, but I, wanted, I wanted to go to film school. And you uh, showed him the AIDS movie you walked in. Well, no, I, 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 sh- I don't know if I showed him the no, AIDS movie. you showed him something you showed I, we, I also <laughs> made a film uh, for our class. Uh, we oh, the Ronald Reagan film. You know, a, a, a film called Reagan Manor God, which was tongue-in-cheek. Uh, you know, I, I don't like Reagan. Yeah, I, I didn't like Reagan at the time. No, it was a tongue in cheek. Well, it was, I've it was, seen it a few times. I don't remember. I don't remember what the content was, but I mean that the title itself. Uh, I mean, it, we were basically mocking the class. Again, this is this is the mo of uh, at the time we were people who were just like taking. I just the, remember it was just kids in their uniforms, not even dressed up like them at all. Like not even, Yeah, it was in a class. Yeah, that red haired kid. It was it was a class project, and we treated it as such. And I was such a genius that I put that in my fucking directing. Oh, that was the one you shouldn't have put in there. So, I don't think any of it would have gotten me into the film conservatory, but especially not to a liberal arts university. A film. Titled Reagan Manor God. Yep, that wasn't a good one. Which, like, I don't know what was more offensive to them, the the, the content of like of, of us uh, supposedly, you know, uh, trying to put put over Reagan and, and 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 how great he was, or just how incompetently this fuck. I mean, just how I, I right after I applied, first... right after I applied, I finally got a fucking digital camcorder and edit and a, and a computer that could edit, and I started like. But this is the time I was still like cutting with VCR Didn't tape. You tell this the interviewer about Freddie Sharman. like, can we see that? And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wanted to see Freddie's farm. <laughs> so now, now you're bringing stuff up you shouldn't. That you you say no to showing them. Yeah, like <laughs> they, this can't look good. Uh, I really thought like I was gonna be I, I like some fucking uh, Kubrick. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be, I, I loved Kubrick at the time, and uh, this was just the most inept reel you've ever seen in your life. But uh, I made up making better stuff, and I, I do have uh, the, the the film operations, which ended up becoming called The Fog of War, uh, 
which was the title of an Errol Morris film that came out the year I was filming mine. They're originally from Stargate or Seagull. Yeah, I got these. I, was, I, got, I got them from the, from the game Stargate. These are all like p- codes for for the Stargate game. But that's not that you know. Again, it lacked narrative cohesion. It lacked a point. I don't know what I was trying to. I don't know what what stamp I was trying to put on the world with these films. But like. The, the, the thing I ended up doing when I dumped a bunch of money into and ruined my credit for years is still ruined. Uh, it, there's some there's some scenes, and I'm not, I'm well, not ashamed of them. you were filming, yeah, but it, 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 this is years of time. I'll release some of that. I, I have we those. We had a lot of falling out for different things. Well, yeah, we tried to make other films after that. A lot of, hara- a lot, a lot of just basically driving me nuts. Uh, pretending to be a part, like wanting and to do it. And you were taking pictures at the time, so like you were doing that in between the stuff. Like the, the you're getting also the photography. Sure. Yes. No. Oh, look, this didn't go to waste. I ended up becoming a photographer. We all know I worked with the morgue as a morgue photographer. Yes, that's yes, how yes. I got. That's this the morgue thing. Yeah. This is the genesis of of my photography skills. Was this filmmaking stuff? You know, I ended up you know uh, learning these skills, and uh, that's why I was able to you know. Uh, Hold dead babies in my hands and like wipe the asses of corpses and all, all the great things that I love to bring up all the time. What was the th- thing we were filming at my house here? It was in the summer. Uh, it could have been any one of these projects. All I remember was there was something you, you were being a jerk to Andrew and I, and you went out to get someone. You came back. We were in my attic shooting a car with BBs that you came up the oh, road. Yeah. No, look, they, they, look <laughs> and this, we filmed this, it. We're like, Kelly, here it comes. I don't remember we're what firing p- a pellet gun at your car. Yeah, it could have been one of a number of projects where <laughs> I was trying to stage a shot, and you were shooting me with a no, BB you, gun. You, you left and came, you, we knew you were coming back down the road because it's a one-way road. And so we were waiting in my hot attic. To sh- one's filming, one's snipering up like Chris Tile fire. Here comes, I got a clear target. We're firing through from my house in your car. Here comes the driveway. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. it was, to me, it was, it, was, it was a little bit of a tormenting thing. Oh, uh, come on. You were horrible, though, too. I wasn't horrible to you. I, I was trying to get stuff done. Right, we, we can, we, 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 let's not get mired in the muck here. I was trying to make some and stuff. And Andrew ran up and cut the antenna off your car. <laughs> oh, he cut the antenna off my car. It's not even a prank anymore. He's just <laughs> not a the full antenna like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This, I, I, I think we've had enough. This, this, this I, I think we've painted the picture. You're seeing it now. Now how gleeful Bill is as he's torn. He was trying to pretend like he wasn't the case. How terrible I am. Meanwhile, you're defaming the family. All because I was a taskmaster. That car was a piece of one, Yeah, I had a junker car, whatever. But, like, you know, it was so loud, it was a diesel. It was a diesel, yes. Uh, I guess it was good times. Yeah, it was a good times. So that's, Bill, it's been great catching up. Uh, this is a good primer for people to kind of, we'll, we'll, maybe maybe you'll come back and we'll show some of these things at some point. So, Bill, thanks for joining me. You're uh, welcome. Everyone, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure, look, if you guys haven't yet, listen to my new podcast with Lucy Steiner, Our Love is Disgusting. I, I've never been more proud of anything we've uh, done. This is, I think it's a great show. Uh, I want all of you, if you like this show, you're going to love that show. Our love is disgusting. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ray Kump. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. <laughs>